Welcome to a special episode of So-and-So, brought to you by Bernina, made to create. I'm Meg Goodman, and you're about to join us for an exclusive and never-before-available experience inside Bernina University, the annual conference hosted by Bernina for their dealers and special guests. We're in Palm Springs, California, to celebrate Together We Are Vibrant. And we are spending the next three days bringing you the energy and relationships that only Bernina can bring. Bernina invests heavily in their dealer's education. And because of BU, the dealers are then better equipped to serve their customers. One unique aspect about the Bernina dealer-customer relationship is that all sales go through a local dealer. That means if a customer buys online, that item is provided to them through a local dealer who then establishes a unique relationship of product, education, growth, and sewing and quilting fellowship. This event is the pinnacle of the year for the attendees. 500 dealers, 150 vendors, and 150 Bernina team members come here to learn about new sewing techniques, hear from industry luminaries, network with their fellow dealers, and anxiously await new product introductions not to mention to have a little fun along the way. The weather is hot, and the excitement and anticipation of what's to come is even hotter. So join us now as we share this exclusive look at BU 2022. I'm absolutely so excited to be here and rejuvenate and have some excitement and just generally celebrate the rest of this week with you all. That's Paul Ashworth, CEO of Bernina of America, who officially kicked off BU 2022. Following him, we got to meet Bernina Textile Group's new CEO. My name is Kai Hillebrand, so I have now the real big honor to be the CEO of this lovely company, Bernina Textile Group. I'm 53 years old. I'm the father of uh, two expensive daughters. <laughs> you think they get off your payroll at a certain age. Well, forget it. It won't happen. And indeed, as you can hear from my accent, I'm a Dutchie. The country is known for having the best soccer players in the world who never became world champion. It's all hands on deck at BU as this event brings in top management from all over the world to interact one-on-one -on -one with their dealers. Christy Burcham, Director of Education and Training for Bernina of America, who together with her amazing team made this happen, shares with us just what it takes. We have about 750 attendees, so it's a big show, and we have an incredible team. It truly is an army. Just on the education team, we have 20 educators here and another 20 people here helping to monitor classes and keep things going really smoothly. But on top of that, we have a valet team making sure things get from place to place. We have a marketing team who made this vendor mall look so beautiful. We have a sales team who are here working with the dealers, and it just takes everybody to put this event together. How long does it take? We start almost as soon as the last one finishes. So about a year uh, planning to put it all together. This year, BU has a special theme, which has the whole venue awash in color and patterns. After not being together in person for three years, the vibrance was notable. Well, this year's all about being vibrant together, and everything is color, and that's so exciting. You know, Bernina has its beautiful corporate red, black, white, and gray, but this year we've really come out of our box. 
and everything is color. And so it's just so exciting to see how color inspires people, how they use it in their sewing and quilting, and how inspired they are by the new colorful products. What new products? Well, Christy had the honor of debuting them to the world. This year is all about being vibrant together. So let's start with the most vibrant product we have to show you. I'm sure you've all been speculating. You look around, look at the brochure, the theme, the speakers. Did you guess? <laughs> it's a K-Facet edition. Reaction to the K-Facet special edition, along with the numerous other product line editions, created great excitement among the dealers. Really wonderful, the color of CAFE's machines. Oh, it was fantastic. It was a great opening session. I really loved it. New machines looking good. Very nice. What, what's your favorite part of what you saw today? Oh, the CAFE, to, the CAFE 770. <laughs> Very exciting what's coming out. And so it just, the colors on everything, regardless if you're a CAFE fan or not, it'll be a machine you want. It's all exciting where Bernina's going. I love it all. I said it all looks great. All the new products and everything, everything's... I'm excited for us to be able to get it and start using it. <laughs> Ambassadors and specific dealers share their love and excitement for Bernina at Bernina University. The camaraderie that we've seen here at this show so far, and just so much to learn and so much to see, and so many new things out there. And it's just unbelievable what these these uh, different stores are witnessing here in the next three days, four days. Unlike something I've never seen before. BU is one of the greatest things that can happen to the dealer. I'm very excited to be back at BU. This is actually my fifth BU, but my third in person, so really thrilled. Amanda Murphy, we are at BU, and we just came out of that amazing opening session. What excited you about what you saw today? Well, like everything, but... Um I think the thing that really grabs my attention just as a quilter is the new quilting hoop. So I loved everything, though. You can't go wrong, right? I don't know. This is my favorite trade show of the whole year. Kay Facet, internationally renowned color designer with whom Bernina worked to create these new machines, explains his profound excitement in experiencing the vibrancy of this year's event. What? totally takes our breath away. I mean, and, and, and more than ever in our lives before was what happened here at Benigni University. Mm -hmm. Because we're used to seeing our fabrics, you know, quite static as like pieces of a painting on a wall mm -hmm. as a quilt, you know, show pieces. But to see these women with these, and, and guys, you know, with waistcoats and shirts mm -hmm. of, of these wonderful prints of ours used as garments and seeing them move around and be like kinetic pieces of art, it's just been fabulous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I would say, I've been saying this all along, that we, we would go to an exhibition, I mean, a great big festival, and there'd be thousands of people there. Maybe four people would wear something huh. of ours, uh -huh. you know. But here we had hundreds of these wonderful things. We had this great big photo session this morning where they all came together and we got a great big photograph. It was absolutely uh, mind-blowing for both mm -hmm. of us. Amidst the education is also a lot of corporate support. Michael and Rose, Director of Marketing for Bernina of America, explains. Oh my gosh, the dealers are, they're the kings. 
right? Without them, we can't get our product out there. Consumers can't learn about things. So we work very closely and very hard, but make no mistake, they are independent owners and retailers. So we as a company focus on education and support for them. So anything they need, we get for them. Michael Lynn, what, what are some of the fun things that you get to do in your job and what inspires you? Oh gosh, I'm inspired by all the creativity around me, by all the makers and sewists out there that take our machines and create such beautiful things. Um, but I have to say the most fun thing I've worked on right now is our new special edition, the Cafe edition. Ah, oh, the color. That's what this world needs right now, is some light, some bright, some vibrance. And I have to tell you, Kaif is the person to do that. So this has been just inspiring and fun and invigorating. So the opening um, session here was just amazing. It was, it was vibrating with excitement when you were announcing all the new products and, and all the wonderful things that Bernina does for its dealers. What are some of the exciting things that we have to look forward to coming out to the, the world from BU? Wow, there's so many. <laughs> like I said, we have the Cave Special Edition so that we have something for everyone. We have our uh, 475, which is a very nice size machine. But the most amazing thing about it is it's our very first full color machine. So it is a beautiful aqua color, and it has the Milliflore design on the machine. It's so attractive and so fun. It will appeal to everybody. And then we have our big 770, which has his guinea flower design on it, and it's just elegant and beautiful. So those two things are kind of like the crown in the jewels in the crown, right? Um, and then we have some brand new hoops. And I'm so excited about these hoops, and I know that sounds silly. It's a hoop. But we have this free arm hoop now where you can put it in and you don't have to take a bag apart in order to embroider it. Same thing like with a little onesie or t-shirt. You can slide it on the way that it's developed and then just stitch it right there. So those are wonderful things that are new. We have a new clamp hoop. Uh, for quiltists, it can take very, very thick things, and it's eight inches square, and fully, the full space in that is embroiderable. So we have a lot of those things coming out. We have new burnettes. We have new air threading burnettes, just a uh, cover stitch machine, and we also have a new um, combo machine, which are in a price point that make it very affordable. So there's so many things to talk about, and I'm such a geek that <laughs> I could go on forever. But I have to say that Bernina is always looking forward, always thinking of what's coming next. They're never looking back, and they're always, we live by made to create. Everything that we make helps you create the most beautiful things possible. None of the products would exist without tireless research and development. Johannes Schuster, Vice President of Product Management at Bernina International, reveals the process behind developing these new products. 
How do you know what to what to produce when you go into R and D? What how do you get your inspiration for new products? All that's various sources. Of course, we talk to dealers, we talk to our consumers, we we read uh, podcasts or or information in the social media. We're trying to get inspired by by customer wishes and, and by the work that uh, our customers do on our products. And then, of course, we, we get a lot of input from R&D, from innovation uh, sources that we have in the company, ideas for new products. And, and then, of course, we also look at the competition and see where the trends are in the market. And we're trying to combine all that information into unique products. How long does it take, basically, from a concept to have a product in the market? Is it different or, or is there a pretty standard timeline yeah there's a there's a whole range of, of, of projects we do of course if we just just I would say replace a product line uh, that's typically an incremental process in the sense that changes are limited and projects are accordingly shorter if we go in a new segment as we did for with overlockers for example our, our first proprietary overlockers were launched two years ago that was a 10-year development so you go into total new business, you invest a lot more. Of course, you have to learn and you, you have to make your mistakes. And, uh, and yeah, so it's a whole range. That's what, what makes our, our work so, so interesting. In the opening session for this year's Bernina University, there was a lot of excitement over the new products that Bernina is bringing out into the marketplace. Um, what, what does that excitement and this event mean to you? How do you feel when, when you see things like that? Oh, this is, being at BU for us is the, the, the best incentive and for my team too. So I'm trying to get my team over here, uh, not only to talk to consumers or to, to, uh, to dealers, of course, but mostly to incentivize my team. This is, this is basically the fruits that we harvest uh, after working years in the secret, mostly. And then we see our products come to life and we see the reaction of the dealers to our products, that's really an amazing moment. Gathering input and feedback from dealers is critical for Bernina. And Claudia Stauber, Vice President of International Marketing, agrees. She explains the importance of education and, well, just listening. It is very important because it inspires, it gives energy, it gives excitement. And for us, it's important to get feedback on what we do so that we can improve and learn, um, but also to bring the excitement back to Stackborn because they visit kind of in a nucleus and develop um, new products, new campaigns, and it's good to get the feedback from the market firsthand. And that's why we're here at Penina University to talk to dealers and get feedback. One of the, the very important things that, that Bernina follows is education. And um, that's really one of the things that makes Bernina what Bernina is. Tell us about some of the challenges of marketing and education and, and bringing all of this um, out into the world. I think the biggest challenge is that our machines can do so many things. So how to explain it in a simple way, not overwhelming. Um, our consumers and really show them that we're there for them all the way um, when they learn, when they increase their knowledge and confidence. You cannot master a sewing machine or sewing from the get-go. You have to learn and be there to support, inspire and um, I think the challenge is to be there at the right moment with the right message 
so um, that they really can learn or have the information at hand when they need it. What should our listeners know about Bernina? That it's a Swiss family-owned company that we believe in our origin but really want to go out to the world and one of our philosophies is Bernina is never is always at the beginning, never at the end and that's a firm belief of us we always evolve and, but we need to stay true to our roots and I think that's important for consumers to know with a family ownership it's sustainable in a way that they care for the future that they care, care for consumers for the partners but also for the employees and I think nowadays that's important for consumers to know. This is the biggest event for Bernina in North America and while it's been going on for over 50 years Bernina has been a family-owned company since its inception in 1893. The fourth and fifth generation of the founding family is here to underscore the importance of this event. Hans-Peter, or H.P. Ulchi, who took over the management of the company in 1988 from his mother Odette and currently runs the company as owner and chairman of the board of directors. He introduced Bernina's first sewing computer and in doing so has made great strides toward his goal of making sewing more accessible, more appealing, and more popular worldwide. There, there's a lot of excitement going on here. All the new products, the dealers are, are pretty pumped for the, the coming year. Um, I'd like to talk about you, Mr. Ulchi, and, and your history running Bernina. Now, you are the fourth generation and uh, is a young boy. Did you set your sights on running Bernina? Did you think that that's what you wanted to do? No, it evolved. Uh, it evolved when I was about maybe 18 to 20 and uh, I went to a university to buy business school. And then I have many talents, but I, I was not an engineer or a doctor or, you know, with, I'm not very good with my hands. You know, I'm more a thinker and uh, a people person. So it evolved and uh, after I went to work for General Mills uh, in Minneapolis, where I learned for the first time uh, the uh, corporate world and the business world. I said, okay, I think I go back and uh, work for Benina. Since I was the only child, and uh, there was really no option except I would go to Hollywood or something. Well, Hollywood's always a good option, too. (laughs) So um, so you said that you you worked at General Mills. what did you do for them? Well, I was in marketing. I was in product management. So it was a kind of a two-year, uh, not learning, but learning also, but uh, I had different jobs. Uh, as I said, one year product management, marketing, and the second year was in financing. We did acquisitions for them. And so uh, I was exposed as a Swiss to the American corporate world, which was different to the Swiss. What are your inspirations as you run this amazing company? Well, first of all, this product is an inspiration by itself. Sewing machines are, it's not a household product like a vacuum cleaner or an iron or something like this. So it's, it's something which really creates something. And uh, people are really amazed after They've done a pillow, done a skirt or a dress or a, a quilt. You know, it, it's something, you know, they take home and they are very proud of themselves. 
which is only the case with, with that product versus any other household product. So you are passionate about this saying, Bernina is always at the beginning, never at the end. Tell us about that. That, that was uh, my grandfather's slogan, because he was a great engineer, and uh, he was a perfectionist, and uh, he said, we should never, or we not necessarily have to be the first, come out with a new product, but the second one has to be better. And so he, he was constantly you know, telling us, improve, improve, be better. So I learned it from him. You are passionate about education, which is one of the hallmarks of Bernina. Um, tell us more about that and why that's so important to you. Sewing and sewing machines are complex products. So it's not buying a pair of shoes and that then you, you know how to walk or run. So Swiss, we Swiss people are perfectionists. We like to do a better job than our competitors. So we started, again, my grandfather started uh, 60, 70 years ago. When you buy a Bernina, you get free lessons. That was his first concept. And obviously, uh, we continued with that. But then also, we believe learning the machine is one thing, but then, like Benina University, it's more than learning the machine. It's, you know, being inspired. What can you do with a sewing machine? With a sewing machine, you have a lot of options, you know. But what, what I really want to say is not everybody has great ideas what to, what to do with a sewing machine. And that's why we like, we like to tell our consumers and customers what great, I, you know, what great project they can do. And that's why Benina, you know, I think we are an education company. I, I call Benina an education company. We spend lots of money just being inspiring and teaching. Philip Ulchi is one of the fifth generation of the family to now be involved with the company. He's involved in many aspects, focusing on growth of Bernina's digital transformation. So my background, obviously, I, I always say I've been in the industry for 35 years. That's how old I am. Because from small on, my parents took me and my sister uh, to events like this, uh, where we are, were exposed to sewing and quilting customers, dealers. Um, for the last six years, I have actually lived in the US. Uh, I worked in Chicago. Um, I started with um, introducing a new sewing machine line, an entry-level sewing machine line called Everson, because I thought we need a brand um, for the independent dealers that helps them to reach a new or the next generation of customers uh, for an entry-level price point, but also with cool colors, um, entry-level notions, really for those customers um, that want to start the hobby and are looking for the right tools. And now, I've been back, um, since half a year, I've been back now in Switzerland. Since you moved back to Switzerland after being here for six years, did, did it change your perception of the business at all? Yes, obviously, you know, being exposed for six years to consumers especially, but also dealers, you know, that's where I personally got the energy from and especially being proud, being part of the Bernina family. That is such a great, great feeling, you know. Uh, obviously, now being back in Switzerland, you know, we are at the headquarter. You can obviously have more, have, you're, you're doing more strategic decisions. Um, it's a little bit different. That's why I'm always like to come back to the U.S. Uh, because you get to experience consumers and dealers and all that energy. 
What should people know about Bernina? You've, you've lived it your whole life. What, what should people understand about the company? Bernina is really a love brand. Um, whenever I talk to consumers, they speak about Bernina as if it's like this brand, like you know, always as a guy, you know, Porsche or Ferrari, you know, a brand that people really, really love. And I think this is something so unique to a sewing machine. Nobody thinks about a sewing machine being like a love brand, you know. But for people that are in the industry, uh, Bernina really has that um, perception. And, and that's what I'm proud of, you know. Uh, so I think people, when they sew with a Bernina, they really can feel the quality, the Swiss craftsmanship um, that's, that our engineers put in these machines. So I think this is really something special about our product. Maybe two, three years ago, I was reading an article about some other products, and they were talking, or in general, they're talking about love brands. And I said, I think Benina is a love brand. Because when I do events at dealers in the United States, they are so fascinated about the Benina story and about the Benina product. They come and hug me, and when I sign machines, then I feel, again, we are more than just a chair or a carpeting or something normal, but we are loved by our consumers, I think. So in, in the future, your children, Philip and Katerina, now the, the fifth generation, are, are stepping into leadership roles in the company. Mr. Ulti, what's your hope for Bernina in the future? Well... I believe we are well positioned, we are financially uh, very sound. I, I see clearly for the next five, seven years where we have to go. And uh, they're with me, even though Katerina is in Singapore and Philip is uh, now in Stegborn. They have a very similar vision. We, we want to grow and we want to expand also internationally. I mean, we are in 80 countries, but uh, we have many countries where we are not very strong. Uh, <clears throat> we want to develop further uh, our products, but go maybe go also beyond just the hardware. We also, especially Philip, is uh, in charge of digitalization. He wants uh, to use that uh, vehicle to, to go a little bit beyond. And so I'm, I'm very excited that, that my children are ambitious, you know, to, to further grow and uh, want to make this company double the size. And, uh, you, know, it's, you know, I didn't tell them or ask them to come. They wanted to come and I saw. And uh, so I, I think uh, my wife, you know, she's a great sewer. So she inspired them. So it's not always me. It's, uh, I think it's, it's a family. You know, we had uh, discussions at home and they were listening and so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's in their blood. And Philip, as part of the next generation of the Ulchi family, is taking responsibility for moving Bernina into the future. So we, or my vision for with the digital transformation is to make sewing easier and more accessible. So I want to try and find new ways how we can incorporate digital technology into our sewing machines to make them easier to use, especially also for beginners, for kids, 
And there's so many cool technologies out nowadays that I think will have a great potential to make this happen. Then, of course, how can we use digital technology to reach more customers with social media, with e-commerce, with other opportunities? So I think that's my two goals, making sewing easier and helping reach new customers with digital transformation. Is there any question that I didn't ask you that you wish I had that you'd like to talk about? I mean, obviously, my sister. I don't know if you have met my sister yet. I'm super excited that she's here today at BU. Uh, she's working and living in Singapore, so together with her, you know, it's great to have her here to expose her to this to this cool atmosphere. So hopefully you get to meet her as well, and she can tell you all about uh, her adventure in Singapore, because I'm really proud of what she has achieved there. And, you know, Bernina is a family company, and we really work well as a family, together with my dad and also my mom uh, back in Switzerland. So yeah, Bernina, it's a family company. We did indeed get to meet Katerina Ulci. I grew up in a small little town, Stegborn, uh, in Switzerland, and um, most of my classmates were their parents working uh, in our factory. So yeah, I was always the daughter of uh, the biggest employer in the village. So yeah, in the beginning, not easy, but uh, eventually it was good for me to also learn to be proud of this and uh, yeah, embrace it in a, in a positive way. So, um, you know, after university, I, I wanted to take my own time to explore what direction I want to go. And I started working in a totally different industry. And um, yeah, almost 10 years working for that company helped me a lot to gain confidence as well in, you know, different roles in my career, which then helped me to decide to explore the Asian Pacific region for Bernina, which is more or less untapped as of today. So my role right now is to build Asia for the brand uh, with our headquarters now in uh, Singapore as a hub and um, a lot of possibilities. Singapore is, uh, is known for as you know, Switzerland of Asia. It's a very highly efficient uh, country, safe, uh, great environment you know, to start a business. But people do not have been exposed in school to its creativity. So academics is, is the number one you know, uh, topic that uh, students um, follow. And creativity, empowerment, you know, entrepreneurship, innovation is, is not as, as strong as maybe in Switzerland, like I grew up. So my objective is to help students from primary school, secondary schools, all the way to university to help them to build confidence through our programs which we have developed and um, thinking about, you know, as a company you have to do well but you also have to do good. You know, since in Singapore we, we don't have a DIY culture, we don't have, um, you know, the quilters or the patchworkers. So I had to find my own ways to explore what channels, what areas can I um, tap on in order to build the brand, to build the awareness of, of our 129 years old uh, Bernina. What's important for people to know about Bernina? I think the most important is that we are family business. Number two, we are, 
I think the Swiss brand is essential as well, especially internationally. Um, it stands for trust, quality, innovation, and a sustainable innovation. And number three, I would say, yeah, that we are, yeah, we, we have achieved, I think, this community of, of people who love to be creative with our products, who as well, it's a challenging partnership. I mean, I'm here now since two days and I love to interact with the dealers, to listen to what they have to say. And I love to hear, you know, constructive feedback. It helps to grow. We're going to talk about something completely different now. I've been excited about this since I learned about um, your achievement. So in a joint project with Switzerland Tourism, uh, you climbed the mountain Bernina, which the company has been named after. You did this in the summer of 2021, and you followed the steps of both your mother and your grandmother, which is amazing. And this, this really reinforced the personal connection between Bernina and the highest peak in the Alps. Tell us about this adventure. Yeah. So um, I, I cannot forget this uh, experience. I would say it was to, in May 2021, Swiss Tourism uh, called me and said, uh, would you like to take up the challenge to climb Mount Bernina? And I said, well, um, I've been in Singapore for one year. I have not been exposed to high altitude. I am not trained to be a mountaineer, but I can try. So um, then, I, but I had to figure out a way because Singapore borders were closed. So I had to wait and I said, well, I can't really tell you whether I can make it or not because it all depends on the government of Singapore. So finally, two weeks before the climb, I was able to fly out to Switzerland and I had two weeks to prepare. Some people prepare for years. So I had two weeks and, uh, and the, 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 the Swiss tourism, they advised me, they said, Katerina, just go every day, you know, climb some thousands meters and then you you will be fine run swim whatever okay so i did that and um yeah the day came and we we uh we were all you know six people with a camera team drones you know photographers big team and um i think the key was that the lesser expectations you have the easier it is because you don't put yourself you know, on pressure with too much thoughts in your mind, you just go. And uh, yeah, I think the key was that I made it is that connection between the mind and the body. If these two are disconnected, you will not succeed, no matter in, in what life situation you are. But if you manage to connect both, you can achieve anything in life. Both your mother and your grandmother uh, achieved this as well. How did it feel to you once you had reached the summit to know that now you did So proud. Really, I'm so proud of both of them. I say, wow, amazing. And uh, yeah, the, the, I remember when I reached the summit, I, I really, I started tearing and, and I thought of my mom and my grandma, yes. Are, are there any stories about the ascent or descent that, that you can share with us? Any particular things that happened? I would say the um, yeah, I had I had difficulties. Uh, you know, once uh, you reach the last 400 meters towards the summit, the rock climbing, there's snow, there's ice. I, you know, I have not been exposed to all these conditions. 
and that was uh, where I really literally had I had to yeah I just had to talk to myself and say you know there's no way you can go back because it's it's even worse than going in for uh, up so yeah it's really a mental challenge not so much of a physical challenge for me it was a mental challenge you have a lot on your plate a lot of opportunity a lot of challenges what inspires you i think my 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 motto is um, always uh, where's a will there's a way and uh, i think since you know um, school days i always love to do sports and i'm always you know love to do uh, competitions and I think, um, yeah, if I want something and I want to achieve something, I will go for it. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to share with our listeners? I think uh, we, t we touch base on a, a lot of topics. Um, I think the future is, is really about, for me personally, my wish that we uh, can talk more about the, yeah, the inclusion of more people engaging with our Bernina brand it's not about you know just quilting embroidery sewing in silos but that we can connect them in a horizontal approach that would be fantastic and yeah everyone can be creative and so on a hot summer day in sunny California we prepare to leave this place with insight energy and new relationships each dealer is now more equipped to provide new products new techniques and new insights into the world of sewing and quilting. Our thanks to all who took the time to share their stories with us, stories about innovation, risk-taking, and meeting new friends. And we hope you've enjoyed this all-access pass to Bernina University 2022. If you know someone you think has an outstanding story, a story that should be shared on this podcast, please drop me a note to info at soandsopodcast.com or just complete the form on our website. Be sure to subscribe to, review, and rate this podcast on your favorite platform, and visit our website, soandsopodcast.com, for more information about today's and all of our guests. That's S-E-W-A-N-D-S-O podcast.com. And finally, I want to thank Bernina for making this program possible. I'm Meg Goodman, and I look forward to you joining us next time on So and So. So and So.